Hey guys, welcome to Faz Radio. We are here today with Mr. Nate Harper, Forged in Crypto, and Titan, as in Titan. And we're gonna, we got some, some, let's see, let me check my notes. We have some, we're gonna be talking about today, morals, transparency, and tank skins. That's what we got. Morals, huh? Morals. Well, I want to so crypto. I'll say I'll 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 start this segue up then. Um, by the way, can you check our sound, Mr. Titan? Because I'm not sure that we know what we're doing. I'm on it. All right. Um. So, uh, yeah. Uh, more the morals has to do with when you're sponsored by someone. Uh, like, how are you? Can you be trusted if you're a streamer? Or a, or a podcaster and you're sponsored by anybody uh, do you think that you're beholden to that person if you're if you're sponsored by those people and yes I'm, I'm referring to uh, uh, actually gala games uh, sponsoring various uh, podcasters and the the morals that they sometimes have sometimes they uh, they, they do a 180 Um and sometimes they 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 are just unashamedly like what um, unashamedly like I don't know butt kissing <laughs> butt kissing. Well, tried to find a different word, but yeah, my mind. Uh, I, I think butt kissing works. Honestly, I think when you look at what the company wants, right? They want. Um, the reason they're paying somebody is usually they're paying somebody because they want to get uh, more viewership. They want to get uh, more likes. They want to get people to understand or hear about their product. And so I think there tends to be a line of that you cannot cross in normal. I'm sure there's legal paperwork all the time. I've never actually done any uh, sponsorships before in any of my other businesses or anything along those lines. Um, I did some Google AdWords uh, way back in the day or Facebook marketing when they first opened it up a long time ago, but never did any kind of uh, uh, like promotional stuff. Um, so it's paying. So basically a sponsorship is really paying for a service, kind of like um, you're paying somebody to be nice. I, You know, that's my my thoughts of what it is. And when you see um, certain people that you know are being sponsored, a lot of times you can kind of see the bias come through and i don't think it's always a i don't think that that's a good thing uh honestly i think you know sponsorships are great and i think if you're you know putting it out there then you should be be beholden to you know everything that's going to be talked about and if your sponsor is out there getting the information they should be able to talk about that freely right like you know maybe you know sit down and talk with you first and be like hey here's what's really going on. That way they might have uh, a, a better grasp of what's happening before they go down the conversation. But, you know, well, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird one. Well, the way I, the way I see it and, and just looking at what I've seen on YouTube is uh, I'll, I'll, I'll watch some video from some people. I, I like the hydraulic press channel, for example, <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, various science channels and inevitably all of them seem to be supported by uh, NordVPN, who apparently their strategy for, for sponsoring, I mean, for, for marketing or advertising is just through Spartner sponsorships of YouTubers. And so some of them go in stick their, their, their nose pretty far up the, the, 
NordVPN's butthole. And others uh, are just like, here's a word from our sponsor. And uh, I, I don't know. I think it, it depends on... I, I think if you have one sponsor that it's, it's uh, I guess that's okay. But if you, if you have multiple sponsors, I think it has to start going to now a word from our sponsor here. These guys have paid us because they, they like what we're doing and, uh, and we're going to, we're going to keep continuing. We, we, we reached out to these sponsors because we want to be able to keep giving you good stuff. And, uh, you know, this is what we got. Um, I don't think it's going to work to your advantage if you if somebody sponsors you and and you hate on them all the time. I'm not going to name any names, but uh, I, I've seen that or I've heard of that happening um, because they'll pull their sponsorship after a while. But I, I, I kind of feel like sponsorships almost need to be neutral. Personally, yeah. it's like these are sponsors. I mean, this this ice cream company has has sponsored us. Yeah, but then they're not going to want that. Right. Like on their end. They don't. Uh, they just want to get their name out there, and you know, I, look, crypto's ripe with a lot of this stuff too. You get, you know, somebody that has, you know, twenty thousand followers, and you're gonna get some scam coins. Gonna be like, hey, we wanna, we wanna uh, sponsor you guys or sponsor, uh, get a sponsorship through you, and just, you know, push this stuff out. And they give them the tweets to send out. They give them, you know, free token drops and whatever, no matter what kind of garbage they are. And there's tons of people that take that money all the time. And it's, that's, that's a bad move. I think, I mean, for the ecosystem, just a bunch of shillers. Well, that's, well, that's you can, you can trust anybody, right? So uh, pop got his, his balls in a twist <laughs> because you know, you, you, he took, he took BlockFi's money thinking, Oh yeah, nothing's going to happen with BlockFi. <clears throat> well, it did. And now he is just totally getting railed on a regular basis. A lot of it, I think, has to do with what you say, right? So some of these these hosts, I guess you could say, are saying things that I think cross the line, right? Like pushing people into it. Oh, I use them. I've got my money there. And, you know, you should too. Well, that's a lot different than, you know what, this is a great platform. You ought to explore it for yourself and give it a try, <clears throat> right? Big, big difference. And one of my favorite podcasters, um, Peter McCormick, he does what is uh, Bitcoin. And yeah. he just he just got totally reamed for his uh, involvement in that because he had him on as a show sponsor for a very long time, right? And he talked about how he had his assets there and how he felt safe and that, 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 that. And so a bunch of people, of course, followed his lead and went in there. Well, he backed out and he took his money out of the platform, but he didn't tell anybody. <laughs> and it came out afterward that he's like, oh, no, I haven't had my my stuff there in like nine months. And people are like, what the actual fuck? Why didn't you tell us? And he's like, none of your business. And boy, that didn't end well. <laughs> but that is, I mean, in my personal opinion, that is their business. You got paid to promote something and you promoted it by the fact of saying, hey, I even have my assets on that. And then when you took them out and didn't, didn't you know, 
be clear with that. I think you should be beholden to all the shit you're going to get and and or lawsuits. I think, I think that's a 100% something that should be there. Hey, Titan, I think I can hear some... Uh, uh, I think I can hear us talking <laughs> in your background or something. Oh, you know what? I know why. How's that? Is that better? <laughs> that, that, that little clunk, that must have done it. Yeah, we, uh, uh, we we need a sponsorship because of our, our, our low-end technology here. <laughs> I had my headphones for my other box sitting right next to the microphone. Well, speaking of sponsorships. What? I think I think I think I know somebody that would want to sponsor you guys. Well, don't leave us in suspense. I think Apple Who's... would want to sponsor you. I would love it if Apple yes. sponsored us. <laughs> I would love it if Apple sponsored us, no, but I, we're going to have to pay back 30%. Yes, sir. It, but I, it's going to come to me though. The 30% comes to me because I set up the sponsorship. So <laughs> okay. that works. No, here we go. So I'm going to sponsor you guys. We talked Woo-hoo! about this. What was it last week? I can't yeah. I didn't want to speak for you because up until it happens, it's, it's, it's all talk. Well, I have it. I have it queued up here for the first, uh, first installment. I'm going to send your way here while we're on air but uh ultimately i uh you know we talk about you know you being beholden to a a sponsor and you joked around and said and i you know because i said i i don't care if you talk shit about me on there if i do something wrong call me out if i do something that doesn't fit call me out and yeah. you, you're like well i'm gonna make an anti-nate panel <laughs> well, i said great <laughs> do, it. do nate, it nate and i talked last week about this uh was it last week uh, about sponsors, sponsors, and we started talking about uh, uh, what that really meant because I'm because in the past it has come up where where the thought had has crossed my mind and other people's minds that Gala Games should sponsor us, and Titan immediately pops up, uh, you know, privately like, dude, people will never ever trust you again, and that's that's a good question. It's and, and that's why I wanted to, I wanted to bring it up here is. You know how. So what you're what you're saying is the way that you've put this sponsorship seems, in my opinion, more like a donation than a sponsorship. Although I I do have this ad here queued up and ready. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we we definitely going to put some ads on there. We can, uh, you know, uh, Nerd Node is a company that everybody knows that I'm working on, and definitely advertise it. Um, it's not a. There it is. <laughs> well, you said. Oh, look it, at so that. Like that. Yeah, see. So pretty. There it goes. Yeah, and you know, and we'll <laughs> switch it around. Whatever else we have going on is the the Dow needs a little bit of a little love as we keep moving down that route. We'll put the Dow on there. Um, we've got Blockham's Razor that we're working on in house, which is kind of a research portal for different projects. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to send down. me pictures for that logos for that. We don't even have it yet, but <clears> we will. <throat> Blockham's you know. razor. So I don't even pl- know what this is. What's well, a play off of Occam's razor? Well, I know what Occam's razor is. What's, <laughs> okay. what's, what's, blo- what's Blockham's razor? Oh, so Blockham's razor is a it's a research portal that we're having. That's ultimately the we've been doing all these hardware wallet um, reviews. Oh, uh, and so we're uh, the the final you know installment is just going to be an overview showing. You know, what the best wallet for NFTs are, what's the most secure wallet, you know, all these different features and just kind of break it down into how we envision them. Because we bought them all. We weren't donated any of them. We bought all of them. We, we, we used them all. We reviewed them all. 
And um, so then uh, we got a fortune crypto website that we're putting out. And in that is going to be the Blockham's razor, which again is research and uh, for different companies, different products, whatnot. And so we started funnily enough, it was, I guess not funny, but it was probably about two weeks before the whole FDX debacle where we started posting those. And then it was, you know, serendipitous with the whole, not your keys, not your coins type of situation when that all went down. So, but yeah, I mean, those are little things we'll, we'll post it on there and, you know, keep me accountable. If I'm doing something wrong, you know, shout it out. So that's, that's a good question. And, and I want to keep going with this morals thing. So say I did have a problem uh, with what you're doing. Is it right if I were to just totally rip you a new asshole on air or what should I should I say it in person and then rip you a new asshole if you fail to fix it? Because that's I, I like to bring gala games in here. We have a sizable gala games community here yeah. um, and people do that with gala games. And you'd think that some people who are sponsored by gala games should somehow be, I don't know, more than just hyper hype hype machines for, for gala games. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, it doesn't, it doesn't, you can, if I'm doing something wrong, call me out. Like, you know, either I'm doing something wrong or you made a mistake interpreting what I'm doing. It's one or the other, right? There's no real, there could be, I guess, a, a gray area, but it's usually one side or the other. Um, it doesn't matter to me. I'm not out here to try and, you know, really shill too much or do anything along those lines. I'm just out here having fun building some cool projects. So well, I think, well, so what's the difference then between advertising and shilling, I guess? Uh, I guess a shill is, in my eyes, somebody that is pushing out a product or a something that is going to benefit them, right? That they, so that they might even, own... not even like. They're doing it disingenuously. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or, again, <laughs> you may not own the project. You just own, like, the token, right? And so you're a you have you're an influencer you have a hundred thousand followers and so you're just saying hey uh you know come rockets gonna be the next big thing and so you're pushing it out there and saying how great it is and but in reality you did no research nothing there you were only doing it because you got paid so in my eyes it's just kind of a shill sponsorship i feel maybe has a little bit more I don't know validity behind it, but that. Uh. Well, you made it. You made it sound like that you actually liked Faz Radio. That's that's what when when we talked about this before, you're like, you know what? I I, I want to reward you guys for 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 this, and I want to help you guys get better. Or at well, least that's the line you gave me. In the <laughs> in the spirit of calling people out, uh, <laughs> I enjoy uh, podcasts. Uh, I enjoy being on them and talking. Uh, I also enjoy listening to them a lot and I see a lot of potential with what you guys are doing. And I really want to see what you guys are doing succeed. I've seen you go from a rinky dink kind of crazy thing going on and you've added a bunch of different stuff to it. Um, I still don't still, see your, we're, we're your... still kind of crazy, but <laughs> you are, but it's come a long way. Uh, I mean, you're on Apple podcast. Now you're starting to kind of bring some other guests on the show and and I know from talking to you that you do enjoy it and you see that there could be something, something more to it. And being as we've been, um, you know, working together or just chatting together for a while, it's, it's, it seems like a good opportunity for me to help you guys move along your way. Yeah. Um, so I, I do want to go back in time a little bit to when we started. Um, 
first I put up CryptoFaz Academy to kind of educate people on crypto because I, I wanted to learn about crypto and I didn't know. And I, I the first thing I thought was I need to get other people to help me figure out crypto. And so I went on the Gala Games Discord and other discords and started ad advertising my 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 thing. Um, and <clears throat> at the same time, Gala Games had this whole thing about ROI. They didn't want to talk about ROI on their discord. So I was like, hey, you know, I can make a discord for this. Um, and so I kind of changed the direction just a little bit to say, hey, we could we could talk about ROI, which is kind of the same thing. We could talk about whatever the hell we want because and, and, you know, we could talk about crypto. So we started doing that for a while and talking about ROI and different cryptos. And then people people kept asking if we had a podcast, probably because they didn't want to read all these walls of text that we had uh, that I, I would put out. And they, they probably wanted to listen to it in their car, like on the way to and from work. And so <clears throat> we that's that's where this came from. But I envision this this show to be kind of like uh, Bob Costas a long time ago made a show called Later where he just sit there and he just had like a couple easy chairs and just talked with people about just tell me how this works. And it's not like in that's totally different from the AMAs that you see right now. AMAs almost seem almost like going to war now. I mean, I'll, I'll see some of these influencers, not influencers. Some of these projects will go on. Let's, let's just have an AMA. Ask me anything. And then it's just a practice of evasion, 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 and it's the same old questions all the time. And I I felt, and I don't think we're there yet. I felt like we, I just want to just pull some of these people aside to say, tell me, what were you thinking? How did this work? How does this work? And get a human side and get, get an understanding of why do I want to care about this? And so, like I said, I, I think that's a, I think that's evolving um, just with the, with the, people that we have and, and and stuff like that but yeah i'm i'm very optimistic no i think it's fun i think uh it'll be a good little ride and you know just uh see what we can do and so we do uh there there are disclosures that have to be uh done for this and we will be having those disclosures on our faz radio website at www.fazradio.com you can even go there right now but the disclosures aren't there because <laughs> so i haven't sent any money from anybody yet um so but that's the uh, so if you don't want to go to YouTube, you can at least go to fazradio.com. That that plays our it won't have the live YouTube cast on it. It'll have their, our podcast after YouTube. Then I upload it to uh, Podbean. Podbean distributes it to everywhere. Podbean. So I listened to the last one on Podbean. So I, I'd like to say uh, thank you very much from the bottom of my heart, Nate. Uh, that's very much appreciated. We plan to be using that money to, uh, to to make things better in this channel. That's cool, man. And I'm excited to see the I Hate Nate channel. It's going to be a fun one. <laughs> no, man. Thanks a lot. <laughs> that, that, you, look, a lot of it has to do with trust as well, right? So from, from this side of the perspective, we have to be able to trust that you are going to do good business with other people too, right? So yeah. you have to trust that we're not going to rake you over the coals for uh, or or give you unnecessary crap. And we have to trust that, hey, you know, this guy is a legitimate guy who's busting his ass to make this space better. It works both ways. And I think a lot of times that gets lost as well. People think, oh, it's just about the money, man. Well, I know where he lives. And, 
So, well, <laughs> but still, I mean, it. you really do. You have to have that trust both ways. And you have to talk about the things up front, right? And just like you had mentioned, you know, if if you do something stupid, you know, we call you out. It, you know, it has to be a a very very good relationship for things to work out over the long term. And uh, I really think that what you heard me rave on here before, we even got close to a sponsorship. I think what you're doing, not only with the DAO but with Nerd Nodes and and everything that you've put together so far is really pushing hard to make this space a better place. It's not about a money grab. It's not about issuing some bullshit token to try and get people amped up. It's about solving problems that people have. And I think that's epic, man. Thanks, man. I uh, appreciate that. And I uh, definitely work towards that, that uh, end of things. I mean, it's easy to, make a token, a shit token and push it out there and pretend that it's going to be something great. So I has no, no desire to do anything like that. Otherwise it would have done it a long time ago. Right. And, yeah. uh, I, I think that as, as things start warming back up coming out of winter, I don't know when that's going to be, I think it's still going to be a while. Um, there's a lot of, of skepticism that people will have with this space and building that, uh, security model um, and and putting the things in place that have the transparency uh, where people can easily, easily look up who people are, what they're about. I hate the word docs, but I mean, people need to know that stuff nowadays. If, if this, this guy, <clears throat> Sam, man, he gets, he gets up there and people are applauding him when, when he comes up with some bullshit excuse. And I'm like, what the actual hell is happening here? Uh, okay. Uh, I have a couple of comments there. Uh, there you, you made a big, big sandwich there that needs to be unpacked just a little bit. One was uh, Sam Bankman fried is in charge of, of an exchange and as far as doxing people and stuff like that, um, are you suggesting that every single actor in the crypto world needs to, to be doxed in some sort of way in order to do accurate business? I, I think that going forward, not many people are going to want to get Safe into that business. space. Yeah. Um, okay. So, you, well, this is a good time to mention that there are actually some coins or projects that that hope to solve that one of them was what that syl token that you you've passed to us before passed to me before yeah there's there's a lot of um a lot of projects i hate using the word projects there's a lot of places out there that are building these platforms and you've got to be able to dig in as deep as you can to find out who these people are what they've been doing um some of them that we look at, you know, you look up the people on there and it's this gray haired guy and he has one job that he was at for two years prior to this. And you go, I'm thinking this guy probably did some stuff before, you know, 2020. So uh, what did he do before that? What was he doing? How is he qualified to do this? What is what is his pedigree? It, I see the word serial entrepreneur all the time. Okay, well, you you basically start a business and then you 
uh, get bored with it or it fails. No, it and fails. Move on and... one. They, they all yeah. fail, even when they so, get bored. So that doesn't give me a lot of confidence for some of this stuff going in. I think some failure is good, right? So it, it teaches you lessons. But if you see the same thing happening over and over, uh, yeah, that that's kind of a flag there. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, you played right into what I was talking about earlier. One of the projects we're working on is Blockham's Razor of, you know, reviewing projects and not just the project itself and the tokenomics of it and, you know, the use cases and everything else, but the actual people digging in, digging into the people that are involved with it. Where do they come from? You know, what's their pedigree? What's their background? Do they have successful businesses from the past? Or is it, you know, like Faz likes to say, every rich guy that comes in, they start a business, it fails. and somehow they get rich. I don't know, but you know, just reviewing that kind of stuff and seeing rich guys, get richer, rich guys get richer, even when the businesses fail because rich, rich people know how to play the system and use it to their advantage. So Sometimes, how does a rich guy get rich? How's a rich guy get rich? Um, well, there's a variety of ways. I'm, um, I'm not sure I'm prepared to talk about the subject, but I do have a rant <laughs> that I do on it. Um, I hear I hear that rant right, a lot. Right, so there's there's a lot of rules out there that ordinary people can't take advantage of because they don't have a lot of money. Rich people get rich because they're they're able once you make enough money, then you can start doing things a certain way because the federal government wants the money too. And in 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 a way the federal government is nicer to you because you're rich. And they're like, "Oh, you can delay this for a while. Oh, you could take advantage of this program that we have here to uh to offset some of your money so that, you know, you don't have to worry about that right now. Uh, if you're going to use it for investment, you know, do this. Well, a lot of non-rich people can't take advantage of those things. And so it seems like we live in two societies, the rich people and the non-rich people. And there's more non-rich people than rich people. Non-rich people have to answer to someone else all day, all the time to get money. Rich people don't. They just have to be creative. So there, there is a bit of a difference. Now, sometimes people can move over the line, but generally there's always going to be more rich people than non-rich people. I mean, and there's like a, a 1% to 99% kind of difference here. Uh, you, could, you, could, you could say, well, the, the, the top 5% are pretty darn rich. But the, even if people can cross over, it's still pretty rare. And so it's, it's that inequality that really bothers me because the system can't support everyone getting rich and everyone pulling themselves by their own up by their own bootstraps, which, by the way, is a physical impossibility. If you just look at <laughs> what that <laughs> even means, the physics don't uh, match up there. The physics don't saying? match up, but it, it, it makes a lot of sense when you think about somebody from a poor neighborhood. They're, they're not set up properly to win. They don't have the education to win. They don't have the the atmosphere to win. They don't have the friends to, to win. I mean, you literally have to be a completely sell incredibly well put together, self-motivated person who's able to make friends well and stuff like that. And uh, it it's a very hard thing for a lot of people to do. Well, yeah. I, I'll tell you a story, too. Um, when when I was doing, I was a head of a training department, right? We would go out and, and train banks on how to uh, sell the, the checking accounts that we provided them and so forth. And this guy comes in, I was hiring for trainers. And 
I had a budget, right? My budget was set for what I could, uh, what I could pay. And of course I get to the end of the interview and I say, uh, so if we were to move forward together, what number would make you happy to get a start? And the guy came in $15,000 under my low budget number. And I tried not to look shocked. And I said, okay, uh, can you share with me why it is that, that that would make you really, really happy? And he was paid so low before that that was, for him, that was a huge increase. But here I was, you know, way, way above that on the low end of the range. So my, the moral of this story is that people a lot of times don't understand what they're worth. And part of that economic outlook that they have is that if, if they can get ahead, even if it's a tiny bit, if they can just get ahead from where they are, they're happy. And that mentality holds people back all the time. Yeah. And I bumped into that several times, not quite as bad as that one, but several times uh, in my career when I was interviewing people, they just don't understand how things work. So if they do make that money and they, they do advance themselves to a certain level of economic stability, to them, it's all based on perception. To them, that's a lot of money. But in, in the big scope of things, it's not. I, I can't agree with you more on the fact that people don't understand what they are worth. That's a huge, a huge thing I see all the time with um, people, especially people that are starting out um, or they've been in a similar situation for a long time. They really undervalue themselves immensely. And on the reverse side of that, I see a lot of the employer side um, they over, they undervalue that person as well. Uh, and they overvalue, uh, what they're offering. Um, I see it a lot of times. Well, there's, you, know, you, you have employers that have probably gotten where they are because that they have been creative and frugal and they've made good decisions. And so they're, they're thinking, well, I can, I can bring in more people and so on. You got to remember when people are looking for jobs, um, yeah, they should be asking for more. But uh, if you've gone on five or six interviews, there's a difference between a person who doesn't have a job going to five or six interviews versus an employer who has a job um, looking for doing the same five or six interviews. It's going to hurt one person less than the other. Now, of course, you could make the argument that the that the that the rich employer really is losing out on, you know, tens of thousands of dollars a day every time that they don't have a, a an employee in there that can that can do that stuff but um it's harder to get started than when you're started when you're started at least you have something to push against and to work with that's that's all there's yeah. there it's it cannot be denied that there's an inequality in how the system works that's all i I'm, I'm not trying to hate on it as much as just bring it up it's it's there uh, i i agree I, but I, I fully believe that people can overcome that inequality. I don't think it's a... I'm, you can. Yes, you certainly can. But the numbers don't lie. The numbers are hard. no matter what. 
What's that? Because it's hard. It's because it it's hard, and people don't do hard things. That's a, this is a simple fact. They don't do hard things. Look at how many fat people are in America, right? <laughs> you know why? I, because diet, eating the right food, and exercising is hard. Well, it didn't used to be, but yeah, that's that's well, the that's point. Cause it's, we're, that's because our country's full of shit food. And, well, you know, that's laziness that's, and everything else. So, but it still makes it hard. In the past, before 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 food was served up to us as easily and readily as it is now, your, your, your great grandfather couldn't just go up to McDonald's and get himself a burger. He had to, he had to do a lot more to get the food and the food that he got wasn't, wasn't loaded with sugar and, and other things. Yep. And so no, they were people, there were less obese people then there are now because yeah, yes, you could say because it's a lot easier to get the food. People just get it when they're hungry. Um, yep. So the, you're not wrong, but then again, the systems that have been put in place have made somebody a lot of money taking yeah. advantage of this fact. I agree. Uh, and they I don't know if you know the, the, I don't know if you know hard. the story of, of leaded gas, but the guy who invented leaded gas is now known as the biggest murderer in history that eclipses Hitler and and you know all the, the world's dictators by like several degrees of magnitude. So Going a little I, bit off the subject here, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think we're, we've done, gone down a rabbit hole. Uh, let's see. Go back to one of your pins. You you gave a bunch of stuff you want to talk about today. I know yeah, in I your Discord, there was a whole bunch of... I actually made a comment of like, man, I need to frequent here a little bit more. There was a bunch of stuff being talked about in there. Well, part of the morals... Part of the morals thing uh, was there was actually a, a uh, conversation with uh, Lycan Warlord on the Discord. And I'd actually kind of leave that conversation on the Discord to give people uh, a reason to go to the Discord to figure it to to, to read it themselves. Um, but streamers take money for a variety of reasons, and sometimes streamers change their mind and do do whatever with it. Sometimes people, but by the same tokens, people call out streamers for for not being honest about things. Some streamers go overboard, you know, so there's there's a, a large thing. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on to my my other pins that I have here. Let me find my notes here. It's it's on my phone because my computer is a different one now. Well, you want to talk about you talked about transparency. I know um, old man Smithers. Oh, and yeah. You were having That's your right. little uh, discussion about so, transparency. I, I will talk about that. So I had a discussion with old man Smithers today about transparency. Basically, he um, has an issue with Gala Games. Um, for good reason. Uh, Gala Games promises a lot of things, and then they don't deliver on all the things. They deliver on some of the things. And so when they don't deliver, they give reasons. But their reasons aren't ones that, uh, that, not, that everybody really agrees with. And so there's been a lot of calls for transparency. Tell us what's going on. Well, the conversation, as I remember it, I was like, you know, he, he was saying, well, we want more transparency from Gala Games. And I'm like, okay, define more. And he's and uh, we, we, you know, I, I think he, he he felt that he was being set up there and, and that I like to argue, which I do. But I still wanted to get to a point, which is, OK, fine. If you're going to if you're going to ask for transparency, give them a target. But all we hear. But all I hear is more transparency. And the way it goes is, I don't know, something goes to shit. And we'll, we'll use that um, spider tank skin sale that that they did a couple of days ago as a perfect example. In fact, these transparency calls are probably directly because of that. So Gala Games put some spider tank skins on for sale. And this happened to be a skin that they put on sale in July of this year. 
that they said they were going to burn these skins afterward. And here they are on sale again. People lost their fucking minds. It's like, what the fuck? You said you'd burn them. Now you're disenfranchising all these people because they had bought these skins. They thought that they would go up in value, yada, yada, yada. And so I, I kind of jumped in that one. And I was like, well, first of all, they don't owe you as anything about they don't owe you anything as to what the value is. However, that's kind of crap that, that, that they would do that. I have a feeling that this might have been a mistake. And so we, we actually got one of the mods on CFA and told her about it. And she, uh, you're awesome because she's awesome. Um, and she, she looked into it and she found out that it was indeed a mistake. They, they pulled the sale down. And okay, so that my initial criteria was they needed to recognize this, admit this, and take it down immediately. Other people went a bit further. And this is where we get to transparency. The first bit was, what the fuck? What the fuck went on? What happened? How? Who knew what when? When did you know it? And 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 who knew it when it when it happened? And you know, other people were wanting to know about internal processes of Gala. How could this happen? Blah blah blah. Like really, Gala's going to start telling you all sorts of internal processes because they fucked up. Now there are other people that are also claiming that Gala needs to go buy back these skins at whatever price that they that that they were um that they're currently worth um in order in order to make good on their promise of burning all the original ones so you go the you run the gamut from from as far as transparency uh and and accountability to uh, from from something simple to something really draconian and <clears throat> my two cents is no matter what gala does in this situation because they've made a mistake, people will hate them for it. I think there's good reasons to probably hate Gala. Some people have some good reasons, but this one seems like a mistake. Um, I don't. I actually haven't kept up with it after that. I don't know if they've offered to do anything different or not. Like if they've offered to uh, to give somebody give give anything extra or change anything or buy them back. I don't think they would. If they bought them back, I'd just say just do a refund. But nobody's going to do that. No, I think. The transparency argument's an interesting one because if you look at Gala and you look at the, how they've gone about running their business and communicating with their their followers, they are probably, I mean, in the world that I've been in, when do you get to actually interact with the CEO, the CTO, the CMO, you know, the whatever, whatever Brinks, what's his, something of blockchain, president of blockchain, president of blockchain. I mean, when do you get to interact with those people? And they're one of the most. They're they're literally from my ex, from my understanding, they're literally one of the most transparent companies that I've ever heard of. And I would, I would say my reasoning is the Discord. They give you shit. They give you details every single day. No, they don't give it to you on the stuff that you really want to know about, <laughs> <laughs> which is well. Come on, let's get real, man. I mean, we have lawyers, so. But the, but they tell you stuff on a daily basis, and it seems to me, and this, and I've seen this well before uh, Gala Games. I saw this with Star Citizen. The more that they give you, the more that you will want. You'll be like, "Yeah, great, I love you. You told me that. Now tell me how this internal process works." And in the inevitable time when somebody says, "That's none of your business," oh my god, oh my god freak out city people go ape shit holy shit you you're hiding it from us you're hiding it from us no it's not in your fucking business dude i mean really yeah. well and i think 
and you're right. That's a extension of the the fact that they are so open with a lot of stuff that people want more. Like they, that's why lawyers tell say as little as they do. Most lawyers say as little as they can because they know every word they give you, people will Rubik's cube these fucking words together, and they'll be like, "Well, then that does that mean because two sentences ago you said no, no, we didn't say that," and it's 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 crazy. Well, and they've backed themselves into a hole because I will say that. By them doing what they are doing right now, giving the information that they do give, they back themselves into a hole of sometimes, not all the time, needing to give more information. Um, somebody brought up about Benefactor getting dropped 200 of the um, the box boxes of trolls. Uh, what was it? the troll, the troll boxes, right? And it was they were just, you know, it didn't look like he actually purchased them from the store. So, um. So, you, you know, know what, about the, the important part is, you know, that that happened, first of all. So let's get that out all, there right now. Yes. That's what people, what's people he keep doing? ignoring that part. They keep ignoring that part. They're, they're like, wait a minute. You don't know if, if your favorite company, if, if, if Nike shoes, um, does how, what they earn, they, you only hear what they're required to tell the government. You know, so much about gala games that you could sit there and poke in their wallet and you could say on this day, on this minute, you got this and you got this and you got this. And then it comes explain it you know well and that's that's be, that's benefactor putting his name on his wallet right like and mm -hmm. interacting with that wallet so people know that that's his wallet uh it's the same thing that they do when they like you said they all announce hey we're gonna which by the way you know bitbender on the uh there was a um twitter spaces today which was pretty good and they were talking about um he was talking about making the nodes an nft and you know talking more about the node network and stuff and so they put that information out there so what does everybody want when is it going to happen how's that going to happen do i have to kyc is this so then they open themselves up to more questions down the road instead of just saying you know oh guess what you know they put an announcement out in two weeks uh you're gonna have to kyc and you're now going to be able to sell your uh node as an nft That's so all you i get. was so I was hoping I was hoping we would I would be able to have a much larger point about uh, back and forth with old man Smithers. But he ended it with, you know, well, it, you've made it apparent that you 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 wish to have more transparency, too. And we, we kind of both agree. What I was kind of looking for was some sort of standard that we can hold them to and then point to other companies, say, well, this company does it. This company does it. If you want somebody to change, give them a roadmap or give them give them give them the answer. Give them the fucking answer. And, you know, old man Smithers will say, well, you're putting the burden and the onus on the community. Yeah, because you're the one bitching about it. I mean, come on. So, yes, there's so many things that they could do, but they're a new company and they're still starting out and they're going to fuck up left and right. I bet they're fucking up now as, as we talk, but they're also getting other things right at the same time. So I'm not, I'm not going to defend them and say that they're a good company. I'm just going to say. Tell me a company that you don't have this problem with. You know, tell me the circumstances. Are they the same? Most people don't find out about games until after a game is made and ready to go out the door. And that is to avoid this very situation. That's 100%. why you didn't. That's why you didn't hear about Cyberpunk until until it came out, and then it crashed and burned, and then they put out patches and they eventually oh, fixed it. That's why businesses. You know, that's one of the reasons why they hate going for VC funding rounds, right? Because now you're beholden to these shareholders and board members and all that kind of crap. Well, essentially they didn't go the VC route, uh, gala wise, they, but they've opened themselves up to basically the whim of all the people that are around asking for more information 
much like you know board members were. We're just you know twenty thousand strong spitting. So they don't have. Day. So they don't have a mafia investor going after them. They have all these little whiners. Well, no, they have all, all these little people saying win, 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 win. And so I, I like to push back on the community as well as push back on Gallup. I'm our last interview with Bitbender. Titan took took him to the to the woodshed, man. Um, so we we were we were pretty hard on on Bitbender to explain some things, but I'm going to say if you're going to bitch that much, you need to take your lumps and you need to realize that what you're asking for, if you want to get something, don't be standing out there asking for it. Show me what you're going to do about it and get to tie that into our rich people discussion. A lot of people who aren't rich are people that just complain. They're not the people that do. There, see how I how I made that look better for rich people. <laughs> I, I throw rich people a bone every once in a while. I have a I have a, a, a thing that I I think you're going to be a rich person here in a couple of years. So, I mean, where's that going to put you? Is this guaranteed? Where, how how oh, yeah. am I going to become a rich person? Yes, I'm guaranteeing this. Yep, this is because you just because. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, I well, think you're. I he think can, you're. He can qu- let's quote him on this. We're gonna. Yeah, mark it down. I then mean, I can. I can. Then I, many... I will promise. I'll promise. I'll have an issue with myself just as much as I have with rich people. Hey, but I'll be open about it, and I'll tell you about it on the podcast. Well, I want full transparency people. of all of your finances, though, too. So you're gonna have to post those. All my finances. Oh yeah, well, because we got to make sure that you're actually rich. You know? I will or, be happy. Or not rich. <laughs> I will be happy to be transparent with all my finances if everyone around me is transparent too. I want to know that the, the money that you spent on your secret girlfriend, you're cheating around on, on, on with your wife right now. I want to know about everything because otherwise your other stories don't make sense. Were you really playing cards with the with the guys the other night? Because that's where you said this money went, right? Well, it's interesting. So um, talk about transparency. Lycan was uh, one of the things he was talking about in your discord was this video where a guy was going off about nodes. I got about halfway through it and got annoyed because... I felt like the guy just didn't really know a whole lot of what he was talking about. But um, so Lycan, he said in your discord, like, well, you're, you're up there too. You're one of the larger node owners. And I said, Oh, interesting. Like how many nodes do I have? And he said 179. And I was like, wow, that's an interesting number. How did you come up with 179? And it was posted on this guy's uh, sheet that he had. So for me, I was like, okay, well, where did he get that number? That's a really interesting number because forgedencrypto.eth, which is what Lycan was pointing to, has six nodes, six founders nodes. That's it. Not 179. So I'm, I'm curious, you know, when we get this information. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So there's this ad in the upper right-hand corner of Faz Radio here that says nerd node. Could mm-hmm. that be you? Could that be what nerd node owns? I don't know. Nerd, I, I'm just... nerd, node, nerd node owns zero nodes. NerdNode does not own any nodes. Uh, they run uh, a couple thousand Gollum nodes, um, but for they don't people. own any. For, for other, other people. people, right? Yep. Yep. So NerdNode is not rich with nodes, is what you're saying. Correct. NerdNode owns zero um, Gala founders nodes. Now, NerdNode owns a couple of other you know, smaller nodes, uh, only basically research purposes so we could know how to run them. But it owns zero founders nodes. Interesting. I, I had actually thought that you had a bunch on you of your own. 
Well, are no. they are they owned by? Well, uh, here's here's where things. This is where these questions start <laughs> getting disturbing because this is this once we once something comes up, people start answering. Yeah. Okay, are they owned in a way that's somehow related to you? Uh, there are a certain amount of them on there that are owned by me and or my business. Yes. Okay. Well. Well. Okay. So you said less you than ten percent. You started by saying, "Well, I have six nodes." And I then, do. No, no, no. I said forgedencrypto.eth. I was very specific with that. Uh-huh. Okay. Forgedencrypto.eth owns six founders nodes. I have a few businesses out there, and one of those businesses owns some other founders nodes, which does not equate to 179. Uh, which is why I was curious where he got his number from. Well, the question so, was: Was that your wallet, or was that a wallet that that was somehow related to you? If it has 179 nodes in it, it is not a it is not a wallet that I own or is related to me, or there was a mistake done somehow on their end. So this guy, so basically, this guy on the podcast uh, would would have us believe that that he had this list. Does does my my first thought? That lose you? Yeah, sounds like we lost him. That was weird. I was waiting for his first thought. <laughs> <laughs> we he all know the past has way more. Come on. He he heard his his wife was making some carrots, and he had to run <laughs> off real quick to get some. This is the first time I don't think he ever, uh, you know, was eating when we first got on the show. I but... know, right? <laughs> well, no, but I mean, so. So transparency. So when I did call out Bitbender on that and I asked him what it meant for Gala being transparent and the word salad kind of came in and it's basically you get nothing from Epic. So anything we give you is transparent. So I think I... This is my fear, and I'm I'm going to reserve a lot of judgment until this uh, jury chain comes out, and we can start poking around in there. And my my fear is that a lot of of these transactions end up getting getting lost, mm-hmm. and we, we maybe are not able to track the gala wallets very well or uh be able to see what's going in and what's going out from certain certain people and there's a reason that it's private and proprietary and there's all kinds of of speculation as to why i think they need to stop using the word decentralized if they're going to be private. And that's okay if they want to be private, but they seem everything they do seems to move further and further into that centralized web two side and further away from, oh, we want to be completely decentralized. That transparency needs to increase if they're looking to go to that true web three side and to go to the true decentralized side. Yeah. And I, I just had this discussion with um, Jake um, through Twitter today where he was, he was comparing Bitcoin to Gala and said they, that basically they were the exact same uh, in tokenomics wise. And I was like, bro, the, 
They're not even close. <laughs> like, like I don't. You cannot even compare the two of those. And and he was started to talk about a few, and he said, you know, well, you know, they're both decentralized again. And I was like, no, Gala is not decentralized at all. Look at what they're trying to push out right now for their node network. They are pushing the V3. They are the one that is in control of all of the updates, all of the way that the node is actually ran itself. Like there's no decentralization to what they're doing at all on that part. So, and this is like the, this is, you know, almost kind of goes all the way back around to what we were talking about before on sponsorships and, you know, that uh, idea of transparency and, um, you know, being beholden to something where, I felt like he's just being so one-sided because he's sponsored by Gala that he he can't be critical of them even a little bit. And it's like, I get you're bullish on them. I'm, I, I like the games they're bringing. I'm bullish too. But man, like, just be honest. Like, they're not decentralized at all. Like, at well, all. Right. And, and so, like, the other part of that, even with Townstar, right? They're doing this Townstar reboot. But then they gear it up on the Godot, and it's server side now. Godot. Whatever. Damn it. That new engine, right? So they've pulled that back in instead of putting it out to the nodes, which they sold and they promised it would be running on. Just because something is running on a node, and, and this, oh, my God, this is the worst right now. Every time you bring that up with anybody gala, they go, we're getting a Web3 wallet. <laughs> that does not mean you're Web3. That they... means you can connect your wallet. That's it. Can you clip that? Um, I wait want a minute. That, I want that voice at all times whenever I say <laughs> Web3 wallet. Uh, uh, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Web3 is just a technology where you connect your wallet. They, they, that is, if it's being used as a marketing term that technically fits. No, that's not being Web three or okay, being decentralized. Tell me, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Web three and decentralized are two different things. That's that they're that's not. That's why the same I said thing. Web three and the decentralized. Okay, well, I wasn't listening. I was too busy recovering from my computer being rebooted on me. <laughs> I think it, you need a new computer. This is yeah, well, yeah. It maybe well, where you got on. Maybe with the we, sponsorship, I I could I can buy a new one now. Well, that's that's fantastic. That uh, that. Five thousand will come in handy. I mean, giving us five hundred thousand is five hundred thousand is great. No, I mean no, because Faz has got all twenty thousand all set up, and once uh, once we get those done, that that thirty thousand will will really help. What? <laughs> By the way, Godot uh, probably has to do is probably a tongue in cheek uh, reference to the play called Waiting for Godot, where you spend where. where two people pass the time aimlessly while waiting for someone who never comes. So that, that might be a tongue in cheek name. Yeah. No, you know, I just, I really, I, I don't, I don't want to hear all this stuff about web three when they're not web three. Web three is not. A, no, no, no. Decentral. This is you. That's making the mistake here. People want to hear not. us argue. So I'm going to argue. <laughs> web three is not decentralization. Web three is a technology that enables you to connect wallets and use a, a wallet. No, that's not what web three is. Look up. Well, then you're Go going to, you, okay. No, no, Put no, it on no. The you, screen. you know, Put it no. on the screen. You tell me the website to go to damn it. I want to, I'll, I'll, I'm fine with that. Let's do it. Oh, you guys are do it hilarious. Up. No, no, we're gonna. No, so, no, don't even. So, 
while while he's fiddling, hopefully his computer doesn't reboot on him. Yeah. Um. So, I I really think that if if it's gonna go that way, it's gonna take a lot longer period of time, and not only for Gala but for anybody who's who's wanting to do true Web three gaming, who wants to have a true decentralized network. It's not going to happen in the next year or two. It's going to be way far out, five, six, seven, ten years. I don't think people have grasped the concept of even what we're doing today, this, this Web 2 disguised as Web 3. They're just using buzzwords just to get people to drop money into this stuff. And will it help them build it eventually? Probably. I just don't think it's coming anytime soon. I, I, I tend to agree with you. I think I, I tend to think that they really want to push Web3 and decentralization. I'm separating the two, so I'm going to get yelled at my FAS. But still, I think that they are looking at actually building that and putting it out there. But that's a big but. Can they do it? Is Geary going to be a big part of that? Uh, supposedly the Geary blockchain is going to be completely open sourced, pushed out to the people, you know, block explorer, all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> when it comes out, I'm really excited to see that. I'm really, really excited to see what they actually push to the people that, that can actually utilize it and utilize that blockchain and really make some stuff on there. Uh, but what does that do to Gala? Um, is, are they still going to go down the route of being a, you know, web two company playing at web three or, Okay. 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 Well, be before well, we go any further, and and I won't interrupt you as much as what you just asked me to do, we're going to talk about Web three. Now, let's throw Titan a little bit of a bone, <laughs> and we're, we're it, it appears that we're both right here. So, Web three is an idea <laughs> for a new iteration. You iter can't lose. Iteration. No, no. I know. I will never lose. It's an idea. <laughs> I just admitted that you're partially right. Is that not good enough for you, sir? But you're not completely right. You're about a third right, apparently. It's an idea for a new itera iteration of the World Wide Web, which incorporates concepts such as decentralization, blockchain technologies, and token-based e economics. So they can claim, apparently, that they're a Web3 company just by having token-based economics. Look at that. So so, so go ahead and, and put the article from Harvard Business Review up. I just put it into the chat. I like Wikipedia better because that's less centralized than Harvard Business Review. But sure, let's let's use yours. Yeah, the, let's let's use a bunch of yo-yos who are drunk and contributing to Wikipedia give, instead give me, of an Ivy League school. Give, give me give me a link. It is. It's in the chat. It's in the oh, chat. Hold on, hold on. Make sure it's in this window. It'll or otherwise it'll open up another window and you won't see it. <laughs> Hey, I'm happy for you to be right. People people seem to no. think just because I have a lot to say that I have to be right. No, but hey. it when when you when you break it down. Remember, people only read the first couple sentences here. So where where right. do we see this? Here? So so if we go down, go down, go down. There's a I quote that, one that tells it all. Left. We have to find the quote. Are you yes. gonna, are you cherry picking? No, but it it explains. I think you just went past it. Well, yeah, it's the end of the article. Make this bigger because uh, we're casting. Uh, what is Web three? We're getting there. It proceeds. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, this is why I don't quote articles like this. 
you're going to find a single sentence here. You'll be like, ah! No, it's not a single sentence. I'm going to pull this up on mine, too, because you're going too slow. Too slow? Tell me what to look for, genius. Okay, I just here I we just go. Read here this. we go. This guy says Web3 is an extension of cryptocurrency using blockchain in new ways to new ends. Um, I like this better. I like this better than the previous one. That one doesn't even suggest that you need to have a wallet connected. And I was insisting that it's a set of technologies. So I was describing part of Web3, but I'm fine with this. So See, I'm not wrong here go, either. If you go down right before the ad, okay, right it says ad. here, Web3 Wait, 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 wait. Where, where, where am I going? Right before the ad. Go down, down, oh, down, That's down. the ad. Okay, right here. Right there, right above that, right there. Web3 is the internet owned by builders and users orchestrated with tokens. Well, that's fine. Oh, you have to, sh you're going to shoehorn decentralization in there somewhere. Okay, go for it. No. So, so here's the thing. Borrowing the definition from Web3 advisor Patrick McCormick, this is a big deal because it changes the dynamic where companies squeeze users for every bit of data. The core problem of centralized networks, right? So, Web3 is permissionless. If if Gala or anybody else is going to set any permission on there other than the users, it's not Web3, okay? Everybody thinks Web3 means there's a token involved or there's a MetaMask connection. Well, and I can now see... what Web3 is. Okay, I can now see why looking at the Wikipedia and this article, what you just did is that they we have the sentence right here web3 is the internet owned by builders and, and users that is going to be an explanation of something but what you did you picked something right here now he's talking about tokens and shared ownerships that's only part of what web3 is according to your very same reference now now come on just just admit that maybe web3 is something that's being built and I saw it as a set of technologies, and you certainly appear to see it as a set of concepts. It's both, really, and that's okay. That's fine. That's it's, Web3 is going to be solidified, and it's being solidified right now. And I don't think that you can come along and, and start telling people, that's wrong. This is not Web3. Web2 was the same way. When, you know, I, when I was programming, I was, I was programming right when Web2 started, and I used to, as a programmer, I'd be like, what the fuck is Web 2? This is a bunch of bullshit. It's just security. It's just HTTPS. That's all the Web 2 is. People are like, no, it's the concept of having more security and all your website. Okay, well, the, you, have, you have some points there. So I, I don't want people to take a single concept like this and beat other people over the head and tell other people that they're wrong. We're all building this right now. Well, it... it I the marketing and you and I have argued about marketing left, right, up, down and backwards. Right. So and that ties directly into our subject today is the morality of it all. Right. So if 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 something is worth buying, you shouldn't have to market it in a way that's deceptive. It should be able to just be marketed as it is. And people will either buy it or they won't. If you have to be so deceptive with technically, no, we never said that. Well, that's a problem to me. Okay. So, okay. Let's go as far as close to uh, 
uh, what we're familiar with as possible and go to a new Chevrolet ad. Um, I used, I, I like to go to YouTube when people start saying stuff like this and point out the new Chevrolet ad or a new Chevrolet ad shows the Chevy Silverado driving on a closed track over these huge big boulders and over, you know, um, through water that goes up to the door and, you know, going doing all sorts of things off-road. While at the bottom of the screens, it says, don't attempt this. Really, in really tiny words, okay? What you're talking about is, I would say, a Web3 version of that. People, I want to get this Silverado because I can go off-road. What do you mean I can't go off-road? Well, we told you in the fine print. You're hearing about the fine print right up. You're hearing about it on Discord every day from these companies because Web3 companies seem to like doing things on Discord. They tell you every, th every day, we never said that. Fine. That's, you're getting that because of the way that, that you're being communicated with. You can't say that they're lying any more than that Chevrolet ad is. The Chevrolet ad makes it clear that you're a dumbass if you do exactly what they show that you can do with their goddamn truck. So you're going to have marketing that's that's Web3 marketing that's going to be very unique to Web3, showing you all sorts of things that aren't quite correct. I mean, I bet you believe all those Big Mac commercials, too, and all those food commercials that show these glistening hamburgers that that, that taste great and they, they look great. But what you get from McDonald's is this sad little crushed thing that you you, you just should eat rather than look at. Yeah, and if, if I don't like it, I can bring it back to the counter and say I want my money back and I'll get it. You can't do that with an NFT. It depends. If you uh, if I buy a Big Mac and they put a quarter pounder in there, it depends. Or or they they have the picture of the Big Mac up there with two two pieces of meat and they tell you you're gonna get two pieces of meat, and then you get the Big Mac and there's only one piece of meat in it. Uh, and they you do say, realize oh, that well, you're talking about you do realize afterward. that you're talking about right. an established chain that's been around since the 1950s, right? Yeah. So, so what what I'm what I'm getting at is it depends on where you go. If you go in any store that says all sales are final, that ain't gonna happen. Now, maybe you should be calling for all sales are final, you know, with with Gala Games or with another web company. But I have a feeling that that might be communicated in some way. And I also have a feeling that all sales might not be final because it's, last I recall, when people started bitching about nodes, you know, the guy in charge of Gala Games said, you don't like it, I'll buy it back. I think Gala Games actually says something along the lines that all sales are final. Okay, well, good. Well, so you have you have both. You literally have people say, th them saying all sales are final, and you have benefactor telling people that he'll buy it back, so they'll shut the fuck up about nodes. And he's, I bet he's bought them back. I bet he's lived up to his word. I haven't, I haven't followed up, but I mean, if he's if he said it so goddamn much, he better mean it. You think he's? Uh, when did he say that? I, I know oh, they put out a. They oh, had they a, said uh, it a number of times. Well, they when, had when the grace. prices started raising. Well, they had a grace period. It was like two weeks or something like that. Where you well, they went to a grace period back. afterward. At first, he said he was going to buy them back. And then after a while, they they uh, they probably had some weird situations. And then they decided upon a grace period at a certain period of time. I assume that that's only with the founder's nodes and probably not with every one of their products. So, you know, I'm not going to make a broad claim. For every one of their products, that can fit the, the TOS that you agree to, which is all sales are final. But... Yeah, wouldn't it be nice if they put that in big, bold letters, like a fucking neon sign flashing in your face when you're going to buy it? Actually, wait, they do. 
they actually, when you go to buy something, they have the text right there that you have to click on, don't you? I don't know. I, last time I, I, I don't, believe you, I don't I believe read those do. things anymore. I believe you do. Anyway, Probably. but so so you get you get both things from them. They have given you your money back, and they tell you that sales are final. Uh, problem solved. Um, okay, that's that's not as big of a deal as it might sound originally. <laughs> Next subject, Mr. Titan. I got him fired up, didn't I? Ooh, he was on a roll. Halftime. Someone I was wrong on the internet. Okay, when that happens, <laughs> that's my wife. Actually, whenever I come in late, she's like, "Okay, was someone wrong on the internet again?" Um, all right. So Do we want to go into another. This, subject yeah, this keep going? this is yeah, this is something great uh, for Nate too because it, it it's a question that I I threw up to Faz the other night when we were, we were talking ideas. And I said, you know, how about like the players now, the mafia or any of these other like community based um, organizations who are either starting up or maybe a little bit established with everything that's happened, all these failures, all this loss of trust, all these like scammers that are getting exposed out of the woodwork. Are it, Do they projects like that? Are they going to have to do anything different you think to win back or or bring people to another comfort level going forward you want the you want the good news or the bad news yeah both that's what we're here for i think i think the good news is you know you're going to get a lot of people that are building and you know creating trust right now uh in a market that just blows uh by putting out content by providing support or making a product and building so you're going to you're going to get a lot of people that are coming out of that and if you find those people you find those projects I think you'll be happy um you know supporting them along the way however that may be whether it's a like on Twitter or whether you're buying their token or whatever it might be but that's the good part man like this there's a lot of really good things that are going to come out of this the bad part is is when we get another bull run you're going to get the same garbage that's going to, that came out during this last bull run. You're going to get scammers. It happened in 2017. It happened to, uh, it happened before that in uh, 2014. I mean, there's, there's scammers everywhere. It literally was like a, what was it? The ICOs in 2017. That was the big one. Uh, you know, where they were, was, I mean, everybody ICO'd everything. I mean, and it was, it was so blatantly ridiculous. There was the founders, they would post pictures of their founders online. And it was like a picture of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie with like a different, you know, outfit on. And they're like, yep, this is me. And this is our founders and whatnot. And you're just like, what is happening right now? And they would, oh my God. it was insane. And they would sell out their token on these ICOs. People were just buying them left and right because, number go up and it was ridiculous and we saw you know the same thing this time around in in a different fashion and i think it really came to the fact that it was nfts and nfts were being used as like fundraising opportunities and it was a i'm just going to buy whatever it is and just push it out there so so for instance right um we we hear you talking about players dow and what your vision is. And of course, there's snags along the way. Uh, you bump into this, you want to make sure you do the, the, the ducks in a row so there's no regulation issues. And then you've got, oh, by the way, we just bumped into this. How is it that you're going to be able, you think, to bring 
players in and give them that sense of security in a space that has so much like just unknown about the future with regulation and everything else? How, how, how do you approach that? Uh, I think you have to look at the, you know, it's game first. It's not the, it's not the NFT side and you have to, you know, create the, create the game or, you know, promote the game or be a part of the game. That's going to make people happy, make them excited. Um, and you have to have trusted people on the other end. They're going to help, you know, get them to understand how one to secure their own assets, uh, you know, not leaving them on an exchange or a third party custodial, uh, as we see, that's a horrible way to go. I mean, that's, Bitcoin is built on the fact of, you know, custodying your own assets, you know, and so you have to find those trusted people, just like we were talking about, and, it, and it's going to come out of this bear market, you're going to see the people that are building and pushing hard to create a good product and, um, you know, be a part of a good community, and the community is a big one. Very cool. I, I think, oh, oh no, sorry, I didn't mean to step on you. No, that's okay. Um, I, I, I just... I, <laughs> you guys talked for like 25 minutes. I know, minutes. I'm just giving you a hard time. Go for um, it. No, so I, it it just, I, I think when it comes down to brass tacks, you've got to provide a solid base for people to believe in, okay? it It's about providing a great experience. It's pr about providing what the player wants, not so much what the company wants, right? Because that that seems to be one of the tipping points that I see in all these discussions uh, on CFA lately. It's it's people basically complaining. Look, you're you're trying to tell me this is this is player centralized and and player owned and player this, but yet everything's being dictated from the ivory tower. And I think that that's one of the biggest things I took away learning about the players DAO and the mafia is the engagement of the community. And you, you don't want the inmates running the asylum completely, right? Because that, that has a whole new host of problems. But I really think that that focus and standing behind that player base is what's going to win it over the most. And it's not just a good community. It's actually, it's actually involving the players. I think both uh, you and Timbo are doing a really good job of doing more listening and taking action. And that's what's really going to count in the end. Cool. That's cool. I think so, too. I can't, I can't agree with you more, man. Where's the arguing? I thought we were supposed to be arguing here. Well, well you and I can argue. Yeah, Me Titan and Nate and I, get along just fine. We're on the same page. <laughs> Titan and I, I think, I think we need to start our own podcast too. But it's going to be all conspiracy theories. I'm excited I'm, to get into. I'm all for that. I, I, and I will not attend because <laughs> I, I would just, just my head would fucking explode. <laughs> I think that would be he great. Would, he'd I, be blowing I, up the comments. Well, I do have a story about ghosts that I won't go into here. But uh, you know, I maybe I can come on and tell my story and get the fuck out. But. Uh, <laughs> But whatever the case is, um, yeah, you you go do you guys. That's uh, I, I don't have. I, I've, I'm almost done it. with uh, I'm almost done with my wife's website for her ghost hunting group, 
and I'm setting up their podcast and I'm in the process of finishing mine. And, and as soon as we get there, uh, I absolutely, I've already got in Captivate, uh, which is the platform I use. Uh, I've already got it lined out uh, for us, Nate, to, to start that conspiracy piece. I've got some oh, show man, ideas right. down and everything. Right, it's TMI, just taking time yo. to get out. TMI. Love hey, it. Get a room. All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. You, got, you got one more thing. And then uh, I, want, I definitely want to hear this uh, next part um, because I have a lot to say about it, too. And I, so, uh, I've got I've got to go after this. Okay. So. So I, I typed this in chat, and uh, Nate sounded really interested in it. I said I actually have um, uh, another subject that's actually in support of the honor system that's uh, in spider tanks right now. And so I just recently posted an article on CryptoFaz Academy, where uh, it's in the Play to Earn channel, <clears throat> where there, there's this guy or company he has where they figured out a way to tell how many bots there are out for specific coins and games and with DeFi and whatever. And so they can tell this by, by they have a program which apparently spiders uh, various wallets and sees which ones are related and see which ones are funneling value out of games and DeFi and stuff like that. And so the honor system, when we talked to Bitbender a week or two ago, the honor system was designed to keep value from being drained out of the game. And seeing that this guy is making a, a company Defined, or sorry, see, seeing that bots exist for the sole purpose of draining value out of games, it would make a certain sense why an honor system, why they'd even come up with an honor system. What, you know, if you're going to have an economy in a game, and they drain the value out, well, then it's not going to be a very sustainable game or sustainable economy. If one one economy can't support another economy unless it's it's robust to support itself first. So um, that should give an angle on maybe why they want an honor system so that you can, there will be lots of bots. This, so anyway, this, this company or person has a site to where, where you, can, you can point it at a coin and you can see how many bots are actually in that coin right now. And the bots are huge as far as uh, their influence. If you look in CryptoFaz Academy, you'll see pictures. They show these maps of like individual users or dots on these bots are like these really huge circles. They have like, you know, billions of wallets that are, that are designed for one purpose, which is to game the system to get the money out of games. Um, and the, of course, some games are worse than others. Some games are like 98% bots. Other games are much lower. Um, I don't exactly know where Gala Games falls. Uh, somebody posted something about the Materium coin, which said that there was that there were some bots. It's pretty low bottage. I think it was like twenty three percent or something. But that's a good. That's actually a good reason for an honor system. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say that the honor system is probably the best. But then again, they haven't fully defined it either. I think it's it's very obvious that they wanted to put a system in there to keep bots from just dominating the fucking game. Remember, Townstar was taking advantage like that. People would people would buy a bunch of NFTs off of OpenSea. They'd have 16 gala accounts. They would claim their daily town on one. They'd move the NFTs over to another wallet. Claim it on the other. Move the NFTs. Claim it on the other. Move the NFTs. Claim it on the other. And so you got to catch all those different ways. And so what they had to do is they had to come up with a system where you can only claim this with one wallet. Okay, you can't do this with more. And if you're going to do it with another one, you're going to have to wait 24 hours. You could call that an honor system. If you move it, you, you've got to, in order to have full honor, 
you've got to have the, the NFTs in your, your game for one day. But there's additional ways that you can, you can game the system by having actual bots play the game. I mean, if it's uh, spider tanks, if you're just shooting or, or having an aim bot or, or somehow hacking the game, then you can then the bots or the bot enabled humans will be able to just rule the roost with, with these games. So they do have a point with the honor system. By the way, I can argue for, for concepts I disagree with. I don't like the idea of the honor system, but this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think, though, when you talk about the bots side, bots are prevalent in all games, whether it be a an aim bot or whether it be a bot that's just literally playing the game to um, further you along. For some reason, even if it's not a play-to-earn game, there's bots all over the place. So I, I think that it's... And and I disagree with you, uh, the honor system side, when you talked about it being the moving of the Townstar NFTs, I don't think that was an honor system. I don't think it should be killed. No, it wasn't. I was, I I guess I was trying to describe something akin to that. They never, they never even talked about an honor system when Townstar. I I was just saying, saying that that was an honor system. I don't think that is at all. What that is, is that's an integration of something built into the system into the game itself that doesn't allow you to use that. And they should have just done that is what you're saying. Yeah. And that's my thing. I think they just build stuff into the game that is a part of the game and they never call it an honor system. The moment they came out and called it an honor system, it's, it's done with like, people are going to hate it. I don't care what it is and how they do it. Like people are going to hate it because of the term honor system. It's like social credit score. It's anything else that goes along those lines, you know? Yeah. We want people to act honorably. Of course we do. Of course we want that, right? And But we also want somebody that's going to build a game that has a good ecosystem in it. And if you have to manage that by saying somebody is honorable or not, then I don't think you're doing the right thing. Now, personally, I think they're adding in, from what I understand, they're adding in features into the game to make sure that you know it works better. Like we're talking about where you kick a bot or somebody that's using certain code that's going to happen and you're kicking them out or whatnot, I think they're going to implement that in there. But that's just game economics and game tokenomics and gameplay. I don't think that is considered an honor system, and I don't think they should use that. I think that's where they fucked up. That was a huge well, mistake by them calling it an honor system. So to agree with you there, another problem with having an honor system is you make a target for people to reach. Um, uh, it, I'm not going to get too into politics here, but uh, there, there's been some political targets, and I was just thinking about uh, uh, like cutting taxes, raising taxes, or, or having Medicare or something like that. Um, when, when you point out a target and you say that this is our number one goal, and then, <clears throat> then everybody starts attacking just that target to discredit you. It's no longer about you and what it does. It's about the, uh, the, the target. And so now that uh, you know you could you could you could pin raising taxes on 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 the Democrats from then on it's them and taxes. Well, the honor system now that they've named it for, like you said, now it's it's spider tanks has got this honor system, yeah. and just the name alone is is going to make them look bad. And you know what? I'm gonna everybody and their fucking brother is going to think about how to game the system, and I know that they're thinking about that too. From from what I've been hearing, I thought it was like Bitbender had described that if you were draining money, draining value from the game. And I think 
he might have even given percentages at some point. If you drain so much value so fast, then it's going to be obvious that you're trying to milk our system. Um, that the whole concept of milking the system, though, even though you're you're trying to watch out for bots, you're going after the people that are trying to do that, and they're not a bot. So, well, and and I thought Titan, you brought it up. You you brought it up in the last one, and that was talking about Gala and Gala selling their Gala token and and the honorable side of that. Like, I understand that Gala has to sell their token. 100%. They should. They need to. Like, they got to pay payroll. They've got expenses. It's going to happen. And we're in a bear market. And guess what? They've got a big overhead. And it's going to make a big, uh, you know, dent in the overall token price. You almost want them to do that. I mean, it you won't make to. the coin you... more decentralized. Won't it give right. them less influence? But by stating and telling people that they – and they haven't given – information on it and this is a problem when we talk about transparency they haven't given information on what they're going to put a standard on for the person to be able to withdraw money right so if i take i don't know i've got i've got a couple gala in my account if i take my gala out of my account right now i do i get looked at as a bad player in the system and my honor credit my honor score goes down like what is that and why why does Gala? Because I have expenses. I'm a, you know, I'm actually running a business uh, through, you know, using Gala and and you know, providing stuff that's, you know, for people to play and everything else. And so I have expenses as well. <clears throat> Do I get to count that as a, you know, towards my honor score? Because I'm providing to the ecosystem with multiple different things. So I don't well, have a job besides what I earn from my nodes. This this is another point of contention, and it's been swept under the rug. I've brought it up, and several others have brought it up, right? So I take uh, out of my Gala account, I sweep Gala and everything else out of there, and I take it out and I throw it on my ledger, mm -hmm. okay? Now, if I pull money out and put it on my ledger, am I a bad actor? Yep. Yeah. That's bullshit, right? No, so, not Gala. You're, you're definitely they're a not, bad actor. They're you're not. Bad. They're not talking about Gala right now. Well, actually, they haven't really defined it. The, ostensibly, they're talking about Silk. The, the let me. Well, let me. Let me stop you real quick because when they first started talking about this, it was Gala, and it was specifically for nodes and node owners, and there were specific people that were just selling their Gala and bringing and pushing down the market. This is when it first started. When it was first mentioned, it had nothing to do with games. You know, oh, I, I take that back. Townstar was the one where they kind of talked about it as well. But they definitely were mentioning node owners and specific node owners that were just literally like dumping their gala every day. But won't all, that stuff, won't all that stuff balance out eventually if they if they do sell it all crazy like that? Well, it should in the fact that, well, guess what? You made a token that has no inherent value. Gala has no inherent value unless I'm buying NFTs. And there's no reason to buy an NFT right now because there's no game as we saw that's happening here. So well, a payment token, their... a payment token actually does have value. It has useful value as a payment token. I, only, I know what you're only saying. Only if there are things to purchase. You know, like again, and that's that's it. You have some stuff that you can buy in the Gala store with Gala token. That so the value there is basically zero. So right so now with the amount changed... of so when I first got into Gala games in 2020, August of 2020, Gala was going to be used across all the games and in the games. As the yep. nodes started getting developed more, yep. they started saying, well, maybe maybe they're not going to be in the games. Maybe they're just going to be a payment token for the nodes because we want to separate the ecosystems. Then things crashed and 
it's some time has gone by. They've had some time to think about it. And now they're starting to talk about putting it gala in the games again. Correct. Okay. That's fine. So, you know, there, you can tell that they're definitely trying to think of the best uses for these things. Well, they also stated today too, that it's, and they've mentioned it before that gala is going to be a, um, a transaction based oh, how, with Geary chain for the gas fees. So that's going to be another use case. That's you got to pay, so, pay. You got to use Gala to pay gas for Gary transactions. For Gary transactions. Look, I'm all for that. Like, I, I love the idea of Gala being used in the games as a utility token. That was that was one of the things that sold me on Gala being amazing in the to get from the get go. Um, so bringing it back, that's great. But they're they're bringing it back because we're in a bear market and. It, these other tokens are getting, you know, shit on and they don't have the value that's there and they have, you know, their value tied into Gala right now and they need to bring the value. Up. Okay. Okay. This is the crazy thing. When I got into to Gala originally, the Gala token was 0. 0.00002, something like this, phenomenally low. And what were they thinking at the time that that token was going to get up to? I don't think that they even thought it'd get up to whatever it's at now, 2.5 cents. I mean, that's, that's a tremendous up upswing from when it was first created. These guys are making buku money with, with, with this stuff, with, with the amount of gala tokens that they have. Yeah, they saw it go up close to a dollar, and maybe they'd like those days to come back again. But, I mean, it's for, for a token, as you say, that has no inherent value, it ain't doing too bad. Oh, but that's that's crypto in a nutshell, though, right? Like, it, it, you get a token that goes up, and, I mean, look at, Looks look at AS, AXS. We were looking at this today because we were comparing that with CryptoBots. And AXS, you know, it went from something ridiculously low to actually I gotta pull up just so I, I'm saying the right numbers. Uh so it it peaked out before you know Gala did its really big run and they kinda and then they kinda ended up going up together. Well, AXS went up to hundred and sixty-three dollars per token. Right now it's sitting at six dollars and ninety-three cents, right? You know, and before, you know, at a at a point in time, it was trading at forty-seven cents, you know, twenty cents, fourteen cents. Gala going no. from zero 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 two to two cents yeah. at, at right now is a bigger jump than Bitcoin from when it started, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody correct me. No, I believe it's a bigger jump than from Bitcoin when it started. To now? I think so. No, no, that's not. Sorry. Um, I don't think so, but regardless, the number of the number of, of digits there is, is seems to, seems to me to be that, but Hey, whatever the case is, it's still a big, big jump. It is, but they got, they got, they got over their head over their skis. They got excited. Bull market got to them. They got greedy. They're like, Ooh, let's do film. Let's do music. Let's keep going. Push, push, push. We'll buy this game. We'll uh, bring this this AAA gaming company on. We're gonna get fuzzles. We're gonna get all this crap, and then these are just partnerships, though. Those are just partnerships. Yeah, but they. I mean, there was they... fuzzles are a partnership. They 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 literally are just a pu- a publisher for people saying, "Hey, you want to use our platform?" I mean, they could get fuzzles right now. Well, if they didn't die, but I mean, <laughs> but they they could they could get another project right now and say, "Hey, we're gonna have another one, and we're just gonna integrate it into our system." Puzzles, I had yes, seen... puzzles, yes, but they paid. They paid for other things. They bought other things. Uh, I know they're, they're they're a publisher that has money that that can in, induce people to to be on their system. You know, give Gala them... paid a lot of money, brought a lot of employees to manage stuff. 
to bring in here. They incurred a ton of expenses in the in the heat of the bull run, and now we're in a in a zone where you have to trim the fat. Because... Well, shit! In the heat of the bull run, there was a lot of money flying around. Gala being worth seventy cents was just ungodly fucking amounts of money. For, give for me the, the give me the, give me some utility on Gala, and I think uh, I I think it can be worth a lot more than it is now. I'm not going to give numbers, but I mean, damn, it can go it can go up with with the utility of Gala token being a, a, an in game utility token is huge, especially when you start talking about all the games that are going to be coming on board. The, so. the the vision, I think, is a really good one. The, the question is, I think everybody has is, I think people like the vision, but they're wondering how it can be pulled off and when can it be pulled off. And because the vision is so big, and even the original vision was so big, I've always understood it to take years and years. But then again, I've, I've been a software developer. I didn't think that this game was going to be announced and then overnight it was going to be out. I figured it would take years. Everybody else? They don't know what it's like to make a game. They thought they thought it was like every other game. You you announce it, and then two months later, it's there. <laughs> yeah, I you know, everything takes longer than what people think they're gonna. It's gonna take. So version one is almost worse than an alpha, in my opinion. These days, what, version one has gotten so much so much bad press these last few years. Of I want I want to leave you with one more thing, and then I got to take off. Did you guys play the new game with Gala? Not the new one, the champion, whatever it is. Champions Arena. Did you no, guys... I haven't played it yet. No, oh I didn't play that. Please play it. That's like that's it? a that is a clean, crisp game. Not my style, but it, it plays really well. I think it's going to be a super popular game. Oh, if I we're going to have an anti Nate, if we're going to have an anti Nate thing, are you invested in this game? Do you a lot of NFTs for this game? Nobody has. Inv- there's no <laughs> NFTs for it. I'm <laughs> I I just making sure. No. That, no, I don't either. Does. I was they, wondering how I missed out on NFTs for it, but they didn't sell yet. any. They didn't sell any for it, which is a good idea. I like the fact that they would actually, and Titan's been calling for this too, so let's throw him a bone. Uh, <laughs> I like the fact that they they'll show you a game you can actually play it before NFTs come out, which is not what happened with with Mirandas and so on. Well, speaking <laughs> of Mirandas and NFTs, you can now go buy your very own Mirandas horse. Horse. Yeah. Oh, really? It was announced about three minutes ago. Why? Well, you got the scoop on that, don't you? <laughs> I don't. I don't see any horses in here. No, it says so right here in Where? the in the gala announcements. Are you going to make me call this up on the web again? <laughs> I, I pulled up. I have Manny, right now. I, Manny, I see... Miranda's noble steeds are coming. Well, not now. Probably later. They're coming. Oh, I, all I, I see is they don't usually do vaporware. That what? Something. The Lantern of the Sun is one million materium right now. It's always been that's pretty pocket high. change for you, Nate. Come on. I mean, I've got I have three uh, Lanterns of the Sun. I'll sell somebody a uh, Lantern of the Sun for five hundred. Aren't there only ten thousand? Hey, I tried to buy those because at at one time the, the Lanterns of the Sun were actually pretty cheap, and I tried to buy them, and I was unable to because they went so fast. They are on ten of. There's ten of ten remaining on tier six right now. So that's what. Wow. At. Yeah. I, I, well, no, I have to get the the best deal possible. I believe it was the first tier that I was going for because it was. You had to buy it with Materium. Yep. And I, I had the first tier, second tier, and then I bought at the third tier. Yeah, I I could not make. I, I could only do the first tier, and then I didn't have enough money for any. Uh, it was Materium that you needed for that. Yep. 
Well, well, gentlemen, as always, enjoyed, but I got to run. Okay. All right. We'll catch you next week. Hell yeah, man. Take care. Have a good night. All right. Bye. And that was uh, our episode of Mr. Forged in Crypto's Neighborhood brought to you by Forged in Crypto and NerdNode right here. I think I'm going to leave this up because uh, he actually paid us during the cast. Hey, that's kind of cool. I, You know, there's there's a lot of sketchy people in the crypto world, and some of them are kind of creepy, too, that you bump into. Um, but every interaction that I've had with Nate, he seems like a really straight up just awesome guy. And I, I've enjoyed getting to know him over the last couple of months. All right, enough butt kissing there of your sponsor. That was, no. a, that was a good one. Hey, he already paid us. I, it's not butt kissing after he already pays you. <laughs> so does that mean we get to extort him now saying, hey, look, buddy, if you want us to continue saying good things about you? Nah, don't. no extortion needed. You know what? There's, uh, there's a group of people, and we all know who they are, uh, that even though they'll, they'll run at the yip sometimes when something goes sideways and everything else, I I mean it, man. There's too many good people. Uh, We're blessed by having so many uh, good people, both in CFA, our listeners here, and people we bump into uh, on these travels uh, as we go through all this. There's a lot of good people out there. Yeah. Remember, he said he 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 told me originally he wanted to do it because of his show, and I said, hey, you you you've got some ads or something that you you're gonna give me right he's like oh yeah i'll have some of those well not only not only adds i you know he has he has a great perspective he he does uh a lot along the lines of what i do he'll he'll throw love to to people and to projects when they do the right things and he's uh the same on the other side when when they fuck up or do something stupid he'll stand there and tell it to him and you know he's about he's hip deep and He's hip deep in just about everything. Uh, you know, a lot of different things with the gala ecosystem he's involved with. He knows something about he's working with with people about, you know, and he's doing stuff with with uh, EVIO. And he uh, apparently uh, says he's doing something with Miria. And what was that? Some crypto bots. So, yeah, I, I ended up going and buying one of those crypto bots. Hmm. Apparently, well, I, I got I mean, a good yeah. one. What, what uh, do you even do with that thing with crypto? It's bots? a it's a game. Uh, and the game j- literally like just started a, and I can't remember if it was a test or not. I haven't been over there to use my crypto bot yet. How much do they cost? Uh, that one ran me, I think 60 bucks or something like that. Really? They're yeah. That it's, yeah, it's, it's reasonably priced. Um, and from what I've been reading, it's, it seems like a pretty fun game. I, I want to get over there and I want to try it. Um, I also saw. Uh, Nate's huge on EVIO, and there was a big deal uh, posted on Twitter. I think it was yesterday. They went mobile, man. Yeah. They've already got EVIO on mobile. How do you so, make an FPS on mobile? I mean, I would think the only way is you, if you could actually uh, connect it to the motion sensor of the mobile or something like that. I'd hate to have to use the screen to, to move and to fire. Yeah. I mean, well, so that that kind of blew me away because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, you know, this is, this is a a small company. I mean, they're not huge. Right. And they've already gone from instant play 
you know, like, like go to the website and you're playing in like eight seconds total. And that was like two, three months ago when they had that going and they've already got it on mobile. I mean, that's huge. There's other companies out there that can't figure out how to get it working on the computer, let alone. Okay. Be aware that EVIO is an extremely simple game. In fact, it's, it's almost so simple that uh, there's, there's a lot of templates out there that, that look similar Um, game, you know, FPS templates. Now, of course they've customized it. I'm sure that, well, they could have done it from scratch. I don't know how they did it, but the hard part is getting that very native uh, web three native to where everything's on the blockchain and, and, and works fine. Um, so it's, but it seemed that when, when I saw it, it's extremely simple. Not only that, they have an extremely simple setup. If you go to HTTPS EV.io, you're in, it's like, okay, start playing. You don't need an account. You don't need anything. You can just play it and just start earning things. But I think you need a, a wallet if, if you're going to like, like, buy and trade stuff or something yeah you can always set that up later um but but yeah and so that there's a certain mindset and i think gala games is at a little bit of a disadvantage because because they're a publisher i think they do things two ways one i know that they're they're doing some games from the ground up like mirandas which is going to take a long time from when they they do it and the other end is they uh they purchase games from other people um and those then have to be Web3 enabled. And my understanding is that, uh, yeah, Mirandus is built from the ground up and other games are purchased. Well, Superior, oh, that's probably not even purchased. That's probably just licensed or something because you know they didn't make that. that they, that's been in development for years and now it's also on Steam. So they're going to have a variety of circumstances setting things up. I think it's a EVIO seems to be, this is their only gig all they got is this, and they probably put it all together first and then announced it because they're they're like, well, well I don't know. I, I haven't followed EVIO. It could have been around for a couple of years. When I heard about it, it was it was live. Okay. And I'm I'm a little bit clued in to how blockchain stuff, I mean blockchain games. So I'd I'd at least think I would have heard about it beforehand. So yeah, if if Gala Games wanted to do things the right way, they should just shut the fuck up until the game is out, ready to go, or or maybe two weeks away. Well, they they can't because these games are so far out. I mean, come on, Fez, it, they're not going to sit on their hands and let people forget about Mirandus, which is two or three years out. Well, here's a real question: Are they going to buy Star Atlas? Because <laughs> Star, Star Atlas has been going forever. I bet that guy's going to get bored and run out of money. Well, they've already got BSG and EOE, so I doubt they're going to be wanting BSG. If if I understand this right, BSG was they simply uh, they got the rights, and whoever they're they're working, sorry, whoever they're working with has got the rights and are making a game from the ground up. I think it still might be a while before you hear from BSG. Well, yeah, that is a while out, and that's but you know, again, they, they. this whole pre-funding thing is a whole nother show in itself. We could do a whole show on that. Well, they're all talking about horses on CryptoFaz now. <laughs> oh, you're you're commenting on that too. Right? Oh, is that where you heard you heard from old man Smithers? I He's saw the it on the thing you. and I went to go look, yeah. Horses. I don't know. I've stables. I could buy some horses. Or put people <laughs> in my horses in my stables. See, that's the thing with 
the thing that I, I like and that scares me about Mirandus is it's going to be a dizzying array of items that will be for sale. Um, I personally figured that you'd be buying clothes, you'd be buying horses, you'd be buying just about houses, everything that you'd need with this game. Uh, they have stated that everything in the game can be created. I don't know if they said they can only be created within the game. Um, but all they really need to do is just make it so that certain things are created and that's good enough. Um, I think that they should. I don't have a pr problem with the pre-sale idea. I'm, I'm used to Magic the Gathering that they pre-sell cards all the time. I've been buying pre-sold pre cards forever, which aren't securities, by the way. But that's Well... That. Okay, so if it was an electronic version, it could very well be a security. Why is electronic a big difference? What do you mean, why is electronic a big difference? Why, why is an electronic version of, of, of what appears to be a game piece different than buying a physical card that's a pre-order? Um, because of the context in which it would be sold, it would be electronicized for the purpose of trading and that or that, I don't know <laughs> expectation of making some money. Uh, I can tell you for damn sure that I buy magic, the gathering cards with an expectation of making money because of one card. It's called the black Lotus black Lotuses sell for like $20,000. I want to get a card like that. And every set they have cards that are worth a, a hundred or two bucks. And the reason that they are worth that much is because they're profoundly rare. So you buy the set, uh, or you, you buy their 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 little pack. You search the packs for your card. Make sure you take care of that card, and then you take it and you sell it. Of course, the people that you'd sell it to, they don't want to pay you the full price. They want to they want to you know wear you down and, and and cheat you as much as they can. But so if I there are, there are websites dedicated toward card prices for for Magic the Gathering. So I disagree with that vehemently it is very possible to have a non-security um that is sold and traded like that the only difference between magic the gathering and nfts is nfts are electronic that's it they're still they're going to be fulfilled later just like the magic the gathering cards i don't know i personally don't know how they're getting away with it how are they you know i do know that magic the gathering doesn't legally recognize the secondary market they, they state that we don't re legally recognize it. So maybe that's their angle. And Gala Games, for example, does legally recognize the secondary market. So maybe that's a harder case to, to press for them. I, you know, so I, I, uh, how do I want to phrase this? Um, I think, I think it, there shouldn't be an issue with those types of sales, meaning, I can I can buy a car, you know, that maybe it isn't running so good and I can fix it up and I can resell it with an expectation of profit. That's not a security. But if I do the same thing with an NFT, it is a security. It's all kind of the same concept, right? Just the government just wants money. They're not obviously it's blatantly obvious they're not out to protect anybody. They're out to extort money out of people and get their cut out of the profits that people make. So charge your tax and be done with it. 
And let's not go through all this other stupid stuff. I argued on that other cast with you. Regulation will not solve the problem. No, you will still get scammed. Regulation will not stop people from rugging. It will not stop. All it does is it, is it makes it very accountable so that they can count every dollar that they can get from that with accurate reporting. That's all it's about. All right. Did we just run out of subjects? Well, we could talk forever, them. but we've been going for a while here. We probably I'm, ought to wrap up. It's, it's getting dinner to, to be dinner time. I'm starting to get hungry. See, my, my phone is going to go off right here. <laughs> you hear that? There yeah. it goes. Bang. All right. Go eat your dinner, man. And so, uh, thank so you yes. for another wonderful cast. This was yeah. fun. Thank you guys for, for sitting through all this. Um, most of you guys are probably going to come by later when this isn't live. Have we, do we even have any comments to respond to really quick? No. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, John, well, John T stopped by. Yeah, I saw, I said hi to John when he popped in and uh, General joined us again. General Kazen or Kaizen. I don't oh, know look, Nate Harper that. said something. Isn't that nice? <laughs> <laughs> Thursday, we, we've been a little inconsistent with Thursdays. So uh, I understand maybe we don't have the, the regular crew here. We got to okay. get back on our regular Thursday. Oh, we are doing a and speaking, speaking of, uh, I may or may not be late for tomorrow night's uh, Faz Radio Friday. Uh, in typical nine-year-old fashion, my daughter tells me last night there's a father-daughter dance tomorrow night. Uh, last minute, of course. But she stayed home from school sick today. So I don't know if that's going to be reality yet. Um, but I will let you know as soon as we figure it out. Well, I, I will see that and raise you on the 16th. I'm, I might, we might have to do Fez radio on Friday a little bit early because my daughter is going to some other, some event at school and, uh, I need to take her, but that's like, we'll just have to start like maybe an hour earlier on right. Friday. No worries. The 16th. No worries. So now you guys know, this is what we talk about after, after the cast, just stupid shit like this. Right. What else should we talk about? <laughs> we we usually we usually continue arguments or but we're uh, all argued out. <laughs> no, you know, I, I I think I think the three of us uh have have a, a, a unique perspective on everything, which gives three entirely different viewpoints in most cases. And we we play on each other very well. So I, I think Thursday is turning out to be a fantastic uh addition to the repertoire so in in so in in one last uh thing about our sponsor yes nate harper is our sponsor and he runs nerd node and some other things and so we'll likely have some little banner ads up here we'll probably talk to talk about them some degree um i don't use nerd node myself i run them all myself however uh i don't think it's it's been really mentioned what nerd node does a lot of people don't have the hardware or the time to, to worry about their Gala nodes. Uh, for example, Gala nodes seem to be going down every once in a while. I have to reboot my computer like once every two days now for some reason with my Gala Founders node. I don't know why. And that's happening to some other people. And um, <clears throat> basically, I don't have to worry about that. They, they take a small cut, I believe. And then uh, they, just, they just run it on their software and they just have a person in a process that manages all of them. If any of them go down, they uh, 
and make sure they're back up. Um, that can kind of be sucky for me if I'm on vacation or if I'm at work or something like that. You're, you're not there to, to catch it going down. So there is some good use with, with nerd node. If you have a founder's node, a town node, a spider tank node, or even an EVIO node, I know that he has other nodes besides gala nodes. And I know that he had mentioned he had some, some of each just for testing purposes. They, they have like one of a few different weird kind of nodes out there just so that they can test it with their system. So, um, and I know that they want to expand to do a lot more. So that's that's the plug for, for NerdNode. Uh, they they want to see us be better, and I, I, I would like to see Faz Radio get better. Yeah, I, we, we're, we're going to keep trying to, to provide better content and uh, fantastic banter. We are going to Fantastic turning... banter. Is that, we're, is that our well, byline? Fantastic banter. Um, and here's the thing. So as we as we trail out of this show, maybe give us some feedback either in the Faz Radio chat or in the comments below. Do you think we talk a little too much about Gala? Should we talk more about Gala, less about Gala, other projects? I'm here for the Gala, man. Well, that's what I want to find out. Tell us what you think. All right. Cool. That's it. See you later, guys. It. It was a good one. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait, Titan. We have our uh, pre-recorded outro to do. Uh, can you, like, say your thing so that people will know? Oh, absolutely. Hey, like, subscribe, and throw some comments below. That helps us, which in turn helps us provide you with much, much better content every week. Thanks for being a listener. Thanks for supporting the channel. And thanks for sitting through our pre-recorded outro.